Welcome to Rob and Tony's Cinematic Adventure. I'm Rob Wilson. And I am Tony DeQuano. Today's movie, one of the best zombie movies that there is. Not only one of the best, but one of the funniest. Actually, probably the funniest zombie movie. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, one of the funniest. It, Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is just so good. <laughs> it's so good, and it's that perfect combination of spoofing it and being one itself. Yes. And not disrespecting the genre. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, not only... proper homage. Not only is it a spoof of zombie movies, an homage to zombie movies, whatever you want to call it, it's just a good zombie movie. It's a very good zombie movie. It does it so well. And it's... Even though it's funny as hell, the characters are terrific. And there's moments of real emotion to it. And parts of it are also... Kind of scary. Yeah. Like any good zombie movie. Yes. And it, it takes all of the, the cliched zombie movie tropes and it makes them work <laughs> in in what it does. They don't feel overdone, overused nope. or anything like Not that in there, even though they're used in just about every zombie movie. But it, it makes them, it blends them into the story like they're meant to be there. Totally agree. So... Shaun of the Dead, of course, is directed by Edgar Wright and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And this was, was this the first movie that the three of them got together on? I know they, I they got their start so. together in the, in Spaced, in With the, spaced. Uh, in the show that only lasted, was it one season or two? It was one season, if I recall correctly. I'm sure there's some British yeah. listener that would be happy to correct us on yes. that. Yes, I'm sure there's. I think it's only one season. I've seen it. I've watched the whole thing. It's a great show. Uh, but uh, it's been several years since I watched it, so I can't remember if it was one season that I watched or two. Um, but I think right. it was just one. But yes, if there is a uh, if there is a British listener out there that is a fan of that show, please, if we are wrong, correct us and, uh, and let us know how many seasons. When there I were. first saw Shaun of the Dead, I had no idea about Spaced, and I think that's like for. A, Probably a lot of American audiences, you know, unless you were really cued into British cult TV. Like I, I knew people are always into Doctor Who, even before the new uh, reincarnation of it. Yeah. Um, you know, the original 60s and 70s um, that were really into, like, I found out eventually they were really into space as well. Yeah, I mean, they're... Um, yeah, they're they're definitely similar fan bases. They're, the, you know, fans of one are usually fans of the other two. But yeah, Space was a great show, and I, I'd like to watch it again, but it's been taken off of all the streaming services that I've subscribed to, yeah. and can't find it anywhere. If anybody knows where I can find Space, then please let us know. <laughs> let us know, please. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so back to Shaun of the Dead. So Edgar Wright, uh, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost got together again to make a movie that they called Shaun of the Dead. So... Basic premise is, you know, like any zombie movie, one day there's a mysterious virus that infects humanity and, you know, the dead start coming back to life and uh, eating people. And, you know, and the thing about zombies, you know, like that was kind of a towards the beginning of them kind of the new craze of zombies, at least within more mainstream culture, popular culture. So Romero, right, you know. Yeah. He was always there, but it was still very cult. Which, funny that you mentioned Romero. I mean, how could we have talk about any zombie movie without mentioning Romero? 
But um, funny little tidbit in Romero's Land of the Dead. Right. Uh, in one scene when they're in the safe city. Right. And yep. uh, they're they're going through that that big uh, market area. You know, there's uh, that booth that gets your picture taken with a zombie. The two yeah. zombies that are in that booth are played by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. <laughs> it's a good tidbit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at the time it came out, it was, you know, kind of, you know, 28 days later is out there. And, you know, the Resident Evil franchise, it kind of started, right? You know, that was obviously based off a video game that was capitalizing off uh, the zombie craze. And, but there were, there was a whole lot out there that was kind of, you know, a big mainstream success. And even Shaun of the Dead wasn't at that point. You know, it had its following. Like I was looking it up, and I didn't realize, like, it was probably about six months between the UK release and the US release okay. of Shaun of the Dead. And the US release of it kind of passed me by. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it for the first time until you, me, and Steve watched it together at the apartment in Leesburg. Right, that was my, yeah. yeah, that was my first time as well. I had heard about it by that point. I had seen people saying, oh, yeah, it's hilarious, and it's, it's a really good zombie movie. But at that point, I knew, you know, I'd seen 28 Days Later. I watched that in college, and we'd seen the remake of Dawn of the Dead. And I had we seen the um, Bubles House of the Dead at that point? Um, I don't think we had watched that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think House of the Dead was a little bit later in our time in that apartment. <laughs> because that was released but, like a year before. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but a whole different kind of story. Ones. That's a whole different movie I, for a different, uh, different podcast, maybe a different kind of podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that in about 16 years. Yeah, me neither. I, I think, yeah, that was the last time I watched it. <laughs> I think we've only seen that movie one time. No, I think we watched it a couple of times, actually. Maybe. At least yeah, I, may, I may have watched it twice. Enough booze. Yeah. yeah. Three o'clock on a Friday night. Yep. <laughs> oh, did we ever, uh, did we do that for a growler night? I think we probably. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> I think we did. For those that, uh, that since we've never actually mentioned a growler night on this podcast before, <laughs> what we used to do, we used to have a uh, a brewery that was down the street from our apartment, and we used to go down there and uh, each get a growler of beer and uh, take it back to the apartment, put in a movie, and try to finish the growler before the end of the movie. And it was always better when it was just a bad movie we were watching that you kind of needed a, a little boost to get through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A lot of times they end up being like really cheesy horror movies. Yeah. Those are always <laughs> the best Growler Night movies. Really cheesy Santa's horror movies. Slay. Just a good horror movie is good for Growler Night also. It is. I mean the it, first that's good for like the beginning of it. You get the good you get the good movie out yeah. of the way. Yeah. I mean there then... yeah, on occasion we would watch two movies with it. But uh but yeah, I mean the first movie we ever did a Growler Night with was The Descent, which is a, a legitimately good movie. Terrific movie. Yeah. That's <laughs> been it's probably been about fifteen years since I've seen it. Yeah, a and it was that even was the international really, cut, so it was the uh, yeah. It wasn't the American version that ends too soon. But yeah, I mean, it's always a good way to enjoy a movie. Anyway, House of the Dead. That's, 
All Another, right, so you know. Anyway, back right. to Shaun of the Dead. Back to Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's one of the things I like about it. Even you know, it's kind of funny. I don't think I watch a whole lot with you know. I think the height of the zombie craze has kind of ended. You know, I think Romero obviously did a good job with it. There's always a good angle you can take on the movies in terms of where your commentary is. Shaun of the Dead, its big theme on it is in terms of kind of laziness or like what are you doing with your life, right? Yep. Are you just sleepwalking through life and ignoring everything else? And that's a big theme. And they, they kind of established that really early on. And yeah. it's done really well. I mean, Pete is always ragging on Sean about how lazy he is and how he keeps leaving the front door open and how he keeps on inviting Ed over. <laughs> does Ed actually, like, where does Ed live? Do I you don't ever know. Does where he actually lives? I mean, the, eventually I mean, he lives in the shed. The movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie lives in the shed. Yeah. Maybe he lives in the shed before, at the beginning of the movie, Maybe. too. Maybe. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of room for him in the shed when they had the uh, when they went in there to get the cricket bat and the uh, shovel out, and it was also locked. So if it was locked, then Ed would have That's had the key. Point. So yeah, I just say Ed's not one that I think even before. I'm not going to spoil things, but he's not one that would strike me as one I would mind living in a shed. Yeah, as long as he can play video games. Maybe smoke a joint and drink a beer. He's okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, we, we don't find out what his job is. We know what Sean's job is. Yeah, Sean just worked at a store. At a store. Yeah. And most people you see in the movie actually just work at a store. You know, and I think that's one of the things I kind of like about it when we watch the beginning of the movie, you know, when they're kind of going through the opening credits, just show a bunch of people just mindlessly doing their jobs. Yep. Right? You know, he's like, oh, yeah, he's acting like a zombie. Right? Yep. And then they show up later, literally zombies. <laughs> and then they, then you all know, the zombies are given jobs at the end. So, yeah. <laughs> doing the same thing they were doing before. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, There's a lot of commentary to be had there. We only got that deep in it. There's a lot under the surface happening here. Yes. Yes, um, there is. Especially, I think, you know, I know we have, we'll do another episode of Hot Buzz. There's a lot more going on under the surface there, I think. Yes. Oh, and by the way, uh, we've already talked about some of this, but spoiler alert to anybody who's thinking that we're not going to talk about this entire movie. We will be talking about every bit of this movie of Shaun of the Dead. So uh, you have been warned. Don't know if (laughs) we have to keep on doing that every episode, but. (laughs) Nice little bit, I think. I don't know. Yeah, like, we don't one wanna... thing I'm actually kind of disappointed about, like every episode, we're, you know, we're usually drinking something. And so I think that one of the first times that the glass I'm drinking out of is not something pretty re- closely related to the movie we're talking about. I don't have a zombie beer glass. Hmm. So I'm actually drinking well, out of Jurassic Park beer glass. Well, close enough. <laughs> Dinosaurs were dead and then they were brought back. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Park's full of zombies. Zombie dinosaurs. Which, you know, again, not not to get too, too far off the <laughs> subject. Did you ever see that movie, Reich of the Living Dead? Like, that would have been a completely perfect Night movie. Are you talking, like, an actual movie called Reich of the Living Dead, or the one that we came up yes. with years ago? <laughs> no, that's right. Um, 
Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie we created years and years ago that we called Wreck of the Living Dead. <laughs> Not going to get into it right now. We never actually made it. We just came up with the idea for it. <laughs> Completely blunting things right now. <laughs> giving people ideas so we don't have to sue them later. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Nobody used that title for a movie. That's our idea. But anyway, back to Sean. <laughs> Which, if you don't know, I know we mentioned his name, is Simon Pegg, and he's just, you know, it's funny. Like, I think you know, he's like so perfect in the role. And it's funny in some ways, you almost wonder. And I think part of it's like on purpose. Like, he's got a lot of range as a comedic actor, right? Mm hmm. And he probably is pretty big. And, you know, I know he's big and kind of. It's funny the way I'm using this because with how mainstream a lot of like comics and Star Wars and other things have become, but like really within kind of like geekier, nerdier circles, like he's big, obviously. Yeah. He's been in a lot of huge franchises over the years, too. Well, yeah. I mean, he's even been in thinking about like mainstream, like he's been in the later Mission Possible movies. Yes, he has. And which I actually think are so much better than like the early ones. Yeah. Um, He's been a key part in those. And he's like, you know, he's you know, a side character. Yeah. Although my favorite Mission Impossible is still three. Mission okay. Impossible you know, three I is my favorite. Seen that. You haven't seen that one? I have not. You need to watch I've it. I've seen dude. the first two and I didn't see three or four. And I think I, I picked up again on Ghost Protocol. Three was awesome. Four was Ghost Protocol. Was that for Ghost yeah. Protocol? And I missed three. Okay. Three yeah. was great. And three is my favorite of, of all of them. I mean, I, I like all of them, all the Mission Impossible movies. Especially the, you know, the later ones are better than the first couple, but I think three is still right. my, my top Mission okay. Impossible movie. Yeah, he started, yeah, it was what, 2006. So after kind of having all the, um, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. as the villain, yep. which we talked about him at length back in the uh, Big Lebowski episode. We did. And how great of an actor he was. I forgot he was um, Scotty in Star Trek in the new series. Mm-hmm. He was on Car Plutt. Yeah, he had a guest role Force Awakens. Talk to Who. He did. Um, he did. He was really good in that one. Too. Back to Sean to uh, Simon Pegg, by the way. No longer His talking about Philip Seymour Hoffman. Doctor Who. But yeah, Simon Pegg was in Doctor Who. After you know, it was after Sean of the Dead, his guest appearance. His mom was also in Doctor Who. Simon Pegg's mom. His care. His the you know from Sean of the Dead. Oh, Sorry, oh okay. Yes. Movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I should be more specific about that. <laughs> yes, Sean's mom. <laughs> Sean's mom. Yes. But, like, Sean's just, you know, it's funny. Like, you know, he's kind, you know, he represents a lot of people, I think. You think about the movie. And, and Nick Frost was know, a doctor a who also. People, a lot of people would a lot like him, where he's kind of an ordinary guy that's probably underachieving to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But he's a good person overall. But, yeah, he's just an underachieving Maybe stuck a little bit too much in the past, not moving enough forward. And he plays it. I think the Simon Pegg plays Sean so well. Yes, he does. And yes, you, know, you can does. tell within Sean that he wants out of what he's doing. But, you know, when you get, we talk about the layers again, and it's like he doesn't want to be that corporate zombie either. He doesn't want to be this completely lazy bum that does nothing and just mooches off everybody. But he doesn't want to be that corporate slave either. We're also kind of being that zombie. And there's that balance that he has to try to find within himself 
that's that, you know, that's kind of the journey that his character takes in the movie. And he has to kind of confront a lot of his past to yep. move forward, whether it be his relationship with his best friend, his relationship with his girlfriend, his relationship with his roommate, his relationship with his roommate, his mom, his stepdad, all of this that he has to overcome. And the movie takes you through all of that. The guy that hates him because he's dating the girl that he's in love with. Right. <laughs> yeah. And But he's another character. It's a perfect example, again, of how kind of, you know, like maybe he's not being a, a zombie house. Maybe like use the term zombie as like a metaphor. Uh, right. But they, they don't use the Z word. They do not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank we you. don't use the Z word. We don't use the Z word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, David, right? You know, he's another person that's just still kind of stuck somewhere, right? Like, yeah, he's been stuck on Liz. Yeah, and you that's can, university. The in this in this watch through, I was actually paying real close attention to David and all of his scenes, especially when Liz was involved. Okay, so. Before they even say anything about him being in love with Liz, mm-hmm. you can tell by just watching David. He never takes his eyes off her. He's always the first to get on Sean's case about screwing things up with Liz, seemingly to try to convince her to give him the boot. Yeah, you know, he hardly ever even says anything to his actual girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Which you know, he hardly like interacts with her. But uh, but yeah, if you if you just watch David, you could see all the all the signs that he's hung up on her and he's jealous of of Sean. Yeah, and I think it's a great point because it's you know we look at really the idea of the zombie as just being this singularly focused being that has certain cues in on things on what it's you know, focused on you know it's again he, he's a great example of that like he can, he's got diane right there as a girlfriend but he's only she's only there to exist for him to because of being friends with liz and you know thinking about yeah, again it colors every interaction he has with sean <laughs> and he's actually like throughout the movie he's the main person that's coming down on sean the right? main person that's trying to tell him that he's doing everything wrong and that he's and screwing like, everything up. Everybody else, I mean, they they for the most part keep their mouth shut about all that. I mean, sometimes they'll they'll chime in. Sometimes Liz will chime in, and you know they'll have a little lover spat. But the main, let's say the main, Sean's main antagonist in the movie is probably David rather than the uh, zombies. Zombies, the Zeds. <laughs> yeah, the Zed words. You know, you know, it's probably yeah, David himself, right? It, it makes you wonder, like, it's funny, like, they, they were obviously, there was a zombie in their flat <laughs> yeah. when it started. It, they didn't know it at the time. Yeah, because they left the door open. <laughs> Not to mention Pete. Yeah, uh, Pete. <laughs> he hadn't turned yet. No. But, yeah, they would have kept the doors locked. They could probably, you know, once Pete would have turned. But they were in their flat. Pete, by the way, played by the amazing Peter Serafanowicz. Yes. Um, amazing actor. Not in Doctor Who that I can think of. A lot of a lot of people in this movie were in Doctor Who. But Peter yes. Serafanowicz, you know, I don't all think he was ever sense. in Doctor Who. But he was the voice of Darth Maul in he was, Phantom so he Menace. He was the voice of Darth Maul. Yep. Yes, he was the one who they dubbed over Ray Park's voice with in Phantom Menace. 
it was Ray Park was terrific. And so, he was uh, also po- quite possibly my absolute favorite Peter Serafinowicz role was as the sommelier in uh, John Wick 2. Yes, which I didn't even thought about that. We'll, we'll need to do a John Wick. Yes, we will have to someday. <laughs> one of these episodes. Anyway, but, it, you know, it's one of those ones you kind of wonder, like, you know, obviously as the zombie craze became bigger, well, you su- survived the zombie apocalypse, right? And, you know, Sean is not interested in that, right? You know, again, it's interested in, like, how are you living your life? Are you just being mindless about things, right? And in a way, they could have probably stayed in the flat. And then, yeah, Pete turned, they probably could have done something about it. And then stayed there, and then fine, until the military showed up, killing all the zombies, right? Yeah. If they just you stayed know, inside, locked the door. And again, to get into, spoil, you know, here's the spoiler, like, a lot of zombie movies have very ambiguous endings. Shot of the Dead does not. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> it has about as happy of an ending as a zombie movie can have. <laughs> and they probably could have wrote it out in their flat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, at the end of the movie, the, the flat was still in one piece. You know, it was it hadn't been you know raided by looters or zombies. And probably Liz and them probably could have run it out. But I think Sean realizes that he needs to fight for this girl. Otherwise, he's not really living. Right? He realizes he has something to actually fight for, contend for. So he must leave that. Right? He must leave the flat. That's obviously sets up, you know, once, you know, obviously showing the hints of everything during his work day, people acting weird and strange. Yeah. And I love the, um, the constant callbacks to you got red on you. <laughs> There's the just red like, pen still, that like, just broke in his like... pocket. And then throughout the movie, it gets redder and redder because there's blood getting splattering on him. It's always just delivered so well in a deadpan manner. Yep. Like, you got red on you. You got red on you. <laughs> you know, and so many characters do it. And even, you know, stepdad, he was Bill Nye, he plays him, right? Yes, Bill Nye. He was amazing such a actor. Terrific actor. Another one from Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think, yeah, I think, you know, at that point, you know, I'd seen him in what? Probably one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and then uh, another really British movie, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The, you know, very, very British humor. Um, yes. Shaun of the Dead has some of that British humor, but it's not as deep as Hitchhiker's no. Guide. Yes. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, <laughs> definitely a British movie, definitely has British humor to it, but it also has some American humor. Yeah. So it's it's, it's um, a, a little broader. It's a little bit of a blend between American and British. Um, there's a deadpan this to Bill Nighy, whatever you know, like yeah. when he sees Sean at the, the electronics room. And even but like his character, like it's again, that was what's so singularly focused on something that it, he almost gets blinded. Like you know, as we learn, like he's his Sean's stepdad, and he's worried about trying to be the right father, yeah. proper father figure, right? Yeah, because he came in so late in Sean's life. You know, he he's not his biological father. He came in, and, you know, when, when Sean was a kid, when he was growing up a little bit. And this friction, and, you know, it drives a certain part of the, you know, the, you know, that early part of the action. But, like, you know, as we learn later, you know, he actually genuinely care for him, not just 
being this hard ass. But like he, you know, he doesn't know how to do it completely, right? Which, you know, to me it make it seem like he doesn't have natural children of his own. Marries this woman who has his boy. Yeah, he's doing the best that he can. And you know, they play it well off of each other too, because it, it's funny, like it's like this cold relationship, but they're both such good actors that it's so believable. You know, it's like this disconnect, but they it's a natural disconnect that they play off of each other in the movie. As if they're really this kind of like this stepdad and stepson that don't like each other all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and Sean is bent on killing him because he's been bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that, and Sean knows that uh, he's going to turn into a zombie. <laughs> like, I love, like, you know, that scene where he's talking to his mom on the phone, right? Yep. And she's like, I think Philip's been bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he turns it like they were rather. We may have to kill there were some people. He was he was attacked. The the, the people were rather bitey. Chuck's <laughs> like he knows that like may have to kill Philip. May have to kill Philip. Okay. And and funny uh, the uh, when they're on the phone with with Sean's mom with Barbara and mm-hmm. Ed yells, "We're coming to get you, Barbara." That, of course, is a callback to Night of the Living Dead. Yes. At the beginning of that movie when the zombies are first coming up and the woman, Barbara, and it's her brother, right? Who are in the cemetery right. together. Yep. They see them coming, coming, walking toward them. And the brother says, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> so I thought that was a brilliant callback to that, to the first modern zombie movie, the first of the Romero zombie movies. Yeah, but that's like, you know, it's, um, it's those callbacks in that respect to, again, the one that really was like the beginning of all of it. Night of the Living Dead, yeah. you know, Romero, you know, obviously, you know, his Dead Trilogy. Which also, then, you know, it's actually like the crazies, went on to, which the, is kind of a. The Dead one. Trilogy actually went on to be basically be the Dead franchise because there's more. Yes. Yeah, they ended up doing more because of kind of the restarting of a group zombie craze. Yeah. I mean, Which is like twenty eight days it. later. I mean, you had yeah. you had the video games like Resident Evil video games, right? Yeah, but those are yeah. also a different kind of zombie. Those were rage zombies. Yeah, the Resident right. Evil well, is a rage virus. Twenty eight days later, twenty eight days, days later, later it's all yeah. rage. Exactly, it's a rage um, virus, not necessarily a zombie virus. But yeah, I mean, but you that, have that was really the movie that you know, obviously, like I said, you know, they had the Resident Evil like video games, but then like twenty days later, really. That definitely, no, again, another British movie, but that definitely had success in the States. Yes, it did. And um, it was kind of the, the Kickstarter exit. Then you're not going to have the Dawn of the Dead remake without that, which, yeah. And again, you know, we, we said it earlier, you know, but Sean of the Dead and Simon Pegg, Nick Cross, and Edgar Wright all have that respect for, for what Romero did. The other person thinking about it that was also and is a very minor role is Martin Freeman. He was also in a lot of British movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he played uh, um, Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. Yes. <laughs> the Hobbit, which is a very British story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also playing, you know, then in the, uh, played Dr. Watson too. Yes, later. he did. And Sherlock. Yeah. Which he was very good at. And he um, was in uh, a few uh, MCU movies. He was, yep. Really minor role in Shaun of the Dead, but anyway, yeah. he's another 
person that people would probably would recognize that uh has a role. Yes, he was very small role. He was one of Yvonne's friends. Yeah, he's in one. Of, yeah, when, uh, one when of the they other. when yeah. Sean runs into his old friend Yvonne, played by the woman who played Jessica his roommate. Stevenson. Yes, Je- Jessica Stevenson, who played his roommate in Spaced. Yeah, all those little callbacks to it. You know, <laughs> like I I always love kind of like content creators like that, and you know, they they done different things together, and then they just kind of do really nice references to that, like you know, because you know. Even before, like, the main action movie begins, you know, Sean runs into Javon. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's been such a long time. Yeah. And then they run into <laughs> each other again at the end. <laughs> this time with a bunch of military men killing a bunch of zombies. And funny thing, the uh, when they're all walking past each other after they run into each other, you know, there's a there each each group has the same, like, type of member in it. Yep. You know, as they're walking by, they're all kind of waving <laughs> at each other. The Ed equivalent in Yvonne's group is played by Matt Lucas, who uh, was also in Doctor Who. Yep. And on top of that, he was in uh, an episode of Community where he played a yep. fan of Inspector Space Time, their version of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> and currently, if anyone likes baking, he is one of the hosts of the Great Bitter Fake Off. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like with British actors, you name one of them, and you can do everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like Canadian actors and uh, Canadian-produced TV shows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, like, at some point, I get, you know, you have you to do stage people, I guess. Anyway, most of your TV or movie people seem to be in everything. Like, yeah. Every British actor was in the Harry Potter series. Pretty much. We'll either the, either the almost, Harry Potter series or Doctor Who. <laughs> we're getting to the point where almost every American actor has been in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> anyway. And it's like every Sean. Canadian actor has been in every CW show. <laughs> Or the X Files. That too. They 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 filmed in Vancouver. Yes, yes they did. He was not Canadian, but was in the X Files. Was Terry O'Quinn, but who then also not, of course played John Locke and Lost, the badass with a heart of gold. That's right. Also in the Stepfather. Yes, also in the Stepfather. The original Anyhow. Stepfather, not the remake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Sean. So yeah, you know, you had the action. We're like, yeah, there you go. Like his entire purpose is to like okay, win back Liz, right? And that, and that really is it. Like, they, he goes to like this is what we're gonna do: save mom, get Liz, and go to Winchester. Yep. Um, Though there's an extended uh, like it, there, there's their extended discussion at the beginning of the movie when they're at the Winchester. Ed goes through step by step what the movie's gonna be. <laughs> that's right. It's just crazy. <laughs> But uh, it's those little things like that that just, just make it. Yeah. You know, and you don't think about it at first and you watch it again like, oh, yeah, OK. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's even yeah, they'll start you know, out. They'll have Buddy Mary's and the zombie that they encounter in the in the garden is uh, is named Mary. Mary and they bloody her and they bloody her. Yeah. There's something about it too, though. Like you know, you think about, back to that garden and stuff. Like 
they got enough time to like let's, let's search through the record collection. Yes, it's like which ones are worth yes. using? Which like yeah, I mean, you know, I think you know it's a perfectly legitimate thing to think about. Like, I love it. They're going through it, and Ed pulls one out, and he just gives Sean a look, and Sean's like, "What? I liked it." <laughs> Batman soundtrack. <laughs> Throw it. <laughs> it was just funny because I know, you know, we're talking about that recently. How we need to, you know, at some point do a, you know, do the like 89 Batman and like, there's listeners like, it's like, it's Prince, but like, you know, like Prince is a great artist, but yeah. he's also really dated. Yes. Like, talented, but dated. But like, even at that point, like, there, you know, it, it's almost legitimate to think about because. Again, you're not think we're not thinking they're in a zombie apocalypse. There's just these two yeah. this really strange chick in their backyard. Yeah. They don't find out that she's undead until they uh, knock her over and she falls onto the uh, the pipe and then climbs off of it. <laughs> she's got a big old hole in her stomach. <laughs> it just thinks she's, she is super drunk. Mm-hmm. Which is no, what's a perfectly legitimate kind of thought. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, they walked right past the zombie outside the Winchester the night before that was eating the guy. They just thought there were there was people making out. <laughs> they were drunk. They thought I was making out. Like, you know, which I guess it's, you know, nothing thing when you think about it. It's like, you know, it's just in certain circumstances that you just don't think much of. Yeah. And, and then they sang with the other one that they thought was just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's uh, they're yeah. It's just as mundane situations, or not yeah, you know, seemingly mundane situations. Yeah, you might chuckle at, and they, they they play it well. I mean, like even the danger at first, like yeah, they lock them out of the house, they keep them in the garden, and eventually they break through the window and they have to leave. But there's certainly even like within that is a bumbling aspect about like you know like not thinking everything through. Like oh yeah, it's not like hit the lock on the key fob. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna make some noise, right? But even just like the you know the minor aspects again we talked about it earlier, just like oh yeah, it's been bit on the hand. Like that's a weird thing that has some of those bites on. Yeah, <laughs> like, not, not Mike Tyson. <laughs> and even that would be the ear. <laughs> <laughs> or Mike Tyson, if you're listening to this, we can all laugh about it, can't we? <laughs> Yes. I think Tyson has a good sense of humor about it. Yes, himself, he does. He the does. hangover proved that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I think just some of the movies kind of uh, play a little bit of the chaos of it. You know, I guess I'm thinking back even more like Dawn of the Dead. 28 Days Later is different because your main character wakes up naked in the bed with everything already happened. Uh, so he, kind of like how Walking Dead starts. Yeah, and it just unfolds from there, you know. But that's like I think that's sort of like again what I think about Sean, just you know, he's focused on what he needs to do. He realizes he needs to do something. You know, he goes to bed that night, right? You know, he's told like, get your life together, right? And he writes it down, proceeds to do everything he wants to do on that whiteboard the next day. That's what you know, yeah. and that's his goal of the day. Yeah. There just happens to be a bunch of zombies around. You know, and they finally, you know, they go get to his mom's house. Ed has a thing for his mom. Which is really strange, and it you know, makes you kind of wonder about 
their friendship and childhood and yep hey you don't know i mean hey growing up you know when I, they when they were when they were kids you know sean's mom might have been hot yeah so like penelope wilton one of the big things she was on was a sitcom in the 80s called ever decreasing circles the mid 80s right so i don't know much about it. i just know what she was on that and sort of anything else it was about but you know I don't know if it was like their answer to family ties. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Again, if anybody knows about that show, let us know. <laughs> let us know what you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think like most Americans, through the British TV series, we know Doctor Who, we know Faulty Towers, and we know Monty Python. And Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know. And Benny Hill. He starts taking charge from there. They, you know, he starts even standing up for himself in his mom's house. Philip's there, and he's obviously not the terror. And he proceeds forward. Like he takes charge. He doesn't take no for an answer, and they leave. Yeah. Like, even with Philip. Yeah, I mean, his his goal at that point is to protect his family and friends. He gets... Um, and kill Phil. And kill, <laughs> kill Phil. That's right. It's uh, you know, Liz and Diane and David, you know, they're flat. Like, again, they're probably actually pretty safe in their high rise there, but they leave. It's in the leave, and you know, I, <laughs> I like how they all have their weapons of choice. <laughs> like, you know, a, a cricket bat makes sense, yes, even like a Bill Hockey stick, yeah, makes sense, and a shovel makes sense, and an umbrella, <laughs> yeah. An umbrella <laughs> doesn't really make much sense. And I get, you know, those, you know, not the rage super fast zombies of 28 days later, right? They're, they're slower, very methodical, yeah, clumsy. They're, they're the Romero zombies. Yeah. So it's just blunt, you know, as long as it keeps your distance from them. Um, but it still keeps within, you know, it shows and, it I as mean, a, it, like. It was an umbrella with the pointy end, though, also, so they could use it as, as a stabbing weapon. Yes, in good point. But even then, like you know, it, it shows they're trying to escape. Like they could still get easily surrounded if they don't have a good escape plan. Yeah, which is what happened at the Winchester when they finally got there. Yeah, which they would have been completely safe if David hadn't broken the window. If he would have listened to Sean about there being a back door they could go into, <laughs> but he threw the trash can. There, he picked up the trash can and broke the window with it. Which then we were, gave the zombies an opening to get in there. I still want to know, though, you know, after they leave, like, Liz is flat. They get back in the car. They're having that moment, you know, when they realize, like, Philip's about to turn. Philip bears a soul, mm-hmm. right? And then they realize, like, he's dead, but then not dead. But they get out. Yep. <laughs> the child, the child locks her on. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody in the backseat can get out. <laughs> Like, what happens to Philip in the end? Well, they just left him in the car. Right, he gets left in the car, so, like, no one's taking him out. Like, I mean, they, 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 the army could shoot him, right? They could, but they didn't crack a window, but, so maybe he'll overheat and eventually die. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, later, sadly, you know, as we get later in the movie, Barbara, sadly, 
dies. Yes, because she got bit. Like so, it's not by like the, uh, by the old she the gets... old man they were they were uh, zombie training with when they uh, stabbed him with that tiny little tetherball pole into the tree <laughs> so that they could learn how to act like a zombie. Yeah, that guy yes. that guy bit Barbara, and she gets eventually like off as a zombie too. It's not like she and Philip could be zombie partners together and someone else's shed where they're not harming anybody. You know, that's the thing. And like Sean can visit. Here's a spoiler, Ed. <laughs> yeah. in the shed at the, in the end. Very <laughs> still playing video games. Mm-hmm. After Ed gets bit. But, uh, but he can't visit mom. No, he can't visit mom. I'm using mom potentially. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, which like it's, this. it's, it's a, that's a really sad scene. It is when they so... find out that that Barbara got bit. Well, just, it is so well done, done. so well acted. Like, I mean, Sean really delivers, or, or Simon Pegg really delivers that. Oh no, my mom got bit by a zombie. She's dying. Like you know, just when like Liz finds out and like she doesn't know, like yeah, yeah. And it's so weird. It's like it's, there's this whole thing about it too. Like you know, we haven't mentioned it yet. It's, Sean's got to put his own mother down. Yeah, and it's weird, like, you know, this, this entire idea is about, like, not forgetting his mom's birthday, and then also doing, remembering the anniversary. Yeah. He Together, got her flowers, and then ended up throwing them in the trash, and then she found them in the trash can outside of the Winchester. And, like, she's been waiting to meet his girlfriend Yeah, she's been waiting to meet time. Liz. Like, you know, they don't say how long. It seems like it's probably been a yeah. while, and they live in... Yeah, London's a huge city, but still. Yeah, but still. I mean, it, it's it's established that, you know, Sean and Liz had been dating for a while before the movie started. You know, and if Barbara mm-hmm. and Liz had never met in that time, then yeah. She, she'd been waiting to meet her for a long time. Like, you know, you, you see that look, like, and again, it goes into the acting. Like, you see that in, like, Walton's eyes and her, just even her voice about being so happy to meet this girl it's really important to her son and then just treating her like kindly yet but kate ashfield who plays liz responding to that and seeing how much she really means to sean and just the situation of it and just like knowing just what that means i'm like yeah here she is like knowing that i'm trapped with her something that has to happen Mm -hmm. yeah and, and sean's the one that has to put her down yeah yeah, it's just but fun. also, he you know he hesitates, but then uh, as soon as Barbara, as soon as zombie Barbara attacks, that's when he pulls the trigger. Yeah, I mean, he sees it, it's not his mom. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Now was she? But as he says, was later, she lunging at Liz? Good question. Or was she lunging at, at Sean? Yeah, it's you see it from his point of view, but yeah. you don't really don't know where she's. Yeah, which way she's going. it would make sense if she was lunging at Liz. He was protecting Liz because she yeah, was like, right next he, to him. He says later, he doesn't know if he could kill his mom, his girlfriend, and himself on the same day. <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, Thomas Jane in the mist. But <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's another movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry if we spoiled that for people. <laughs> it's been it's sixteen. Been years. a while. Uh, another good movie, but yeah, really messed up ending. But uh, yeah, so I do love how they they lighten it up a little bit, though. 
And once the zombies all come in and the jukebox is playing. <laughs> Queen. Queen. <laughs> Pretty Mercury, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're running around surrounding the bartender, beating on him with, 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 with pool cues <laughs> to the beat of the music. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I, I always think of that scene. Don't stop me now. They mix (laughs) in well, kind of like that drama, kind of like the thrills of it. This, you know, the kind of more your tense scenes and the, and then the absurd comedy. Like it balances all that really, really, really well. And I think you know, again, like everything in the Winchester there towards at the climax is a perfect example of it. Right? Again, like you got Queen playing. Can't stop me now. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping the light switches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stop. Like, yeah, the zombies dancing outside. outside. Ah. Ah. Looking like they're dancing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it switches to that desperation again where they're like, you know, the zombies break in. And now, like, we're kind of back into, yeah, like, now back mode. into, yeah, it's... It becomes a serious movie again. <laughs> Down in the cellar. But but, um, you know, but before the zombies all break in, they <laughs> rip David apart. They grab so David hilarious. and start dragging him out of the window. Everybody else grabs his legs. <laughs> his right. leg, they pull his legs off. <laughs> what I love about it is because they pull his legs off. They use them as weapons. They rip open his belly. Yep. And it's such cheap effects. Yep. Let's... It's purposeful cheap effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they start using his legs as bats <laughs> to fight off the zombies. <laughs> oh. You like wonder about that, like. He goes into like the throng of zombies with his leg. Yep. You never really find out her face. No, you don't. She kind of just runs out in there and you hope the, she the survives it. That but... far, the army comes not long after this. Yep. Yeah, they never do. They never do mention Diane after that. They never show if she survived or not. But, you know, then Liz and Sean and Ed, they get to the basement, you know, and then you realize Ed's been bit by that <laughs> But Ed stays Ed. He farts. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean. No, it's okay. Ed, don't be sorry. No, I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> That's his last words, his best friend. Uh... <laughs> he farts. Ed says, I'm sorry, Sean. No, I'm sorry. no, no, those weren't his last words. Last words were after Sean said, stop doing that. I'll, try, I'll stop doing stop it when laughing. you stop laughing. Which makes you wonder if his zombie farts. <laughs> Probably. Which makes you wonder, like, what do they feed those zombies? That's a good question. The remaining zombies, what did they, I guess they can feed them animals. Just feed them animals. They could. Feed animals. Dead squirrels. Although, then, I mean, is the, are the, are the zombies, I mean, they're not eating for sustenance. No. 
So do that's, they really need to that, feed? That, that's the idea. Is like the zombies really need to continue to eat flesh to actually survive. Because I mean, they're no matter how much they eat, they're still decaying at the same rate. The whole I know what the um, zombie survivor guidebook. It's Max Brooks. Right. I haven't read that in a while. Yeah. I haven't read in a while yeah. either. He also wrote World War Z. Yes. Who is also Mel Brooks' son. Yes. Mel Brooks is like 90-something. Yes, he is. I think if Heaven was shot in the dead, he probably could have done a good zombie movie. But yeah, like, I mean... That, this we got to do some Mel Brooks movies about. on this podcast, too. But Yeah, I mean, Spaceballs, History of the World. Yes, producers, History of the World Part 1. Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Ben and Tights. High Anxiety. I, I was even thinking about the day because someone was talking about there somewhere they saw someone legitimately speaking on a shoe. Really? And then made me think of like first the sneaker phone from Sports Illustrated, but then the sneaker phone or the shoe phone from Get Smart, yeah. which was produced by Mel Brooks. Yes. It was like kind of before oh, he show. really started making movies, which is funny. I, I, I didn't realize that until later. That was a TV show I would watch with my parents. Yeah, I, I grew up watching that, watching Get Smart. And then my I sister saw, loved like, it, and I'd watch it with her all the time. And then I ended up watching some of the Bell Brooks movies. Then I learned after watching some of them that it was the same person. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, back to that scene in the, you know, the basement in the Winchester, and they're going up on the lift under the street level. <laughs> you know, again, like you, you, you had that cold combination of like kind of the fear and then the drama and mm-hmm. then the humor. And they're going up there to face then, their like, fate. They're going up like they're face, like you have no idea what's going to happen. You're like, you know, that's the whole thing about zombie movies. Like, what are you facing at the end? Yeah. And like, you know, you could survive, but then what are you surviving for? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then bunch of military trucks come in. Yep. Military trucks come in. Then Yvonne comes by again. Yeah. And even within that, like, it's kind of funny because like they run over a bunch of zombies, and they start shooting up and blowing them apart, and then, like, but then like within that absurdity of it, like it kind of shows that over, like, oh yeah, like, not everyone survived. Like there's, there's this real drama happening. Yeah, it's it's you know they they shift between those tones so well in it, and it's not easy to do. And they do it again right after that because then they start showing all the funny clips. Yeah, and they, yeah, they did. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the movie, it, you know, Sean and Liz are living together at Sean's flat, and it's it's as happy of an ending as a zombie movie can get. You know, all yes. the all the zombies have been given jobs, <laughs> <laughs> free labor, <laughs> menial jobs like collecting carts at the store, <laughs> and uh, Sean goes out to the shed to to visit Ed and play video games with him. Yep, Ed tries to bite them, and that's it. And then Queen plays over the yep. credits. Yes, Queen plays over the credits again. <laughs> but it's funny, like, you know, you can, because of the nature of things, is like, you know, again, it's never this closed ending with the zombies. Edgar Wright has said everything that he wanted to say and do with Shaun of the Dead, he's done. And he's not interested in any sequels. Yeah, it and doesn't uh, need a sequel. Something that's come up over time, you're like, oh, would it be a sequel to Shaun of the Dead? Not every and movie he, needs a sequel. And he's really shut it down. And Shaun yeah. of the doesn't need it. It doesn't. Shaun of the Dead does not need a sequel. It's perfect how it is. It doesn't yeah. need another movie to, to be tacked onto it. No. It, it does what it needs to do. And it exists as it is. And we've seen enough movies that try to, that are that, and they try to do the sequel. And the sequel, like, eh. 
you're like, why did they do that? It wasn't you know, yeah. But, I mean, you know, see, speaking does of have a spiritual sequel. Yes, speaking of sequels to Shaun of the Dead, it does have a spiritual sequel. The uh, which is going to be the next movie we're going to be doing. The next episode is going to be uh, Hot Fuzz. The uh, the next Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movie. Edgar Wright collaboration, um, along with a lot of other people we mentioned. Yes, uh, and it is a spiritual sequel in the sense that it is the second movie of the Cornetto trilogy. Uh, the three movies directed by Edgar Wright and starring Simon Pegg and Nick Frost that all feature a Cornetto ice cream yes. cone in them. <laughs> it's been dubbed the Cornetto trilogy. So we're going to do movie number two in the Cornetto trilogy next, Hot Fuzz, which is a fantastic movie. Fantastic. So funny. So funny. It, uh, just like just like Shaun of the Dead, you know, took all of the zombie movie tropes and threw them all together into a brilliant homage to zombie movies. Hot Fuzz does the same thing with buddy cop movies. Buddy cop movies <laughs> and oh my. And yeah, it's just blended it's just, so know, well together and do a perfect homage to admit the mismatched partners. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's that's gonna be a it's, that's gonna be, be a great. fun episode. And I'm sure people that live and this I think that one even more so, you know, we'll get into it then. I'm sure there's aspects if you live in small town England. Yeah. That, like, yeah. <laughs> now, I have never been to England. I would love to go to England someday. Yeah, me too. But, uh, England, you know, between England and Scotland, just mm-hmm. travel the whole island and yeah. drink some scotch. Yep. Go tour some distilleries. Drink some English ale. And, yeah. You know, the, the plenty of uh, I'm looking forward to doing that one because this is a movie that I remember the first time we watched it together. Yeah. We'll, same we'll here. get into that where the, we actually do. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the first time we watched together. It was the first time each of us ever actually watched it. We were watching it together. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was because of Shaun of the Dead. Yep. But yeah, we'll get um, into all that in the next episode. I, we have stuff to talk about the first time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, join us next time for uh, for Hot Fuzz. Yes. Until then, you know, have a good week. Happy viewing. If you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead yet, find it. Yes, it, it is definitely worth watching. It's a fantastic movie. Laugh your ass off. And if you haven't watched Hot Fuzz yet, and you don't want to be, uh, you don't want us to spoil anything on the next episode, then uh, you got a little bit of time to watch it. You got a few days. If we'll, uh, we spoiled Sean, I'm sorry. It's still gonna be it's still hilarious. Yeah, it's still gonna be hilarious. But yeah, you still have you know a week or so to watch uh, to watch Hot Fuzz before the next episode comes out. So enjoy, and we will see you next time. Bye. Ah.